0: if you shoot like a c-class shooter if someone teaches you to shoot like a c-class shooter you will always be a c-class shooter always you the only way to shoot like a gm or to be a gm is to shoot like one welcome to the tom castro shooting academy podcast you have now entered the next level What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Tom Castro Next Level Podcast. If you haven't had a chance to subscribe to the Tom Castro Shooting Academy page, please feel free to do it. I'm going to put this out on YouTube, as I always do. Subscribe and click that follow button so you guys can get all the new updates of everything I post, and I really appreciate that. It helps me out a lot. I want to bring in our our normal guest that I always bring in, Mr. Craig McElhaney. And we have so much to talk about today. We had some major matches happen since the last time I talked to you guys. So this time, we're going to get into right away. We're going to jump right into it. Craig's kind of limited on his time right now. He's got to work in the morning. I'm a bum. I guess I don't work. So Craig has to get up super early. I don't have to. I've got a bunch of other stuff, little small errands (laughs) to run. But Craig actually went to puerto rico so since the last time we were on guys we talked about craig going to puerto rico and for the first time actually right that was the first time you went to puerto rico
1: never been yep so
0: how much different is puerto rico to where you live close to miami Mm, not much (laughs) (laughs) so it was
1: almost like traveling back to miami wasn't it yeah yeah it was funny some of the, the puerto rican people over there were like how do you like it? I'm like, it's real similar. <laughs> it's
0: <very laughs> <on>. You know, <laughs> that's
1: funny. That's funny. Well, that's good, man. So uh, how'd you end up doing over there? Uh, I did well. I took um, second, second overall on PCC. And I think fourth in the match. Um, it was awesome. I, I There's a lot to talk about with that. I, um, it was an ipsic match, but what, what they did was they tried to blend um, some ipsic stuff and USPSA and, um, for the people who don't know, uh, about IPSC, a you know, couple differences is you, you can't walk stages beforehand, stuff like that. Um, they no running out of bounds. So w- what they did is they allowed everybody to walk stages, like you, just like a regular USPSA match, uh, beforehand, like the day before. Um, and then they kept some of the other rules, like, uh, no running out of bounds. Uh, some of the magazine, uh, capacity, all the magazine capacity rules were IPSC stuff. Um, other than that, literally it was, it was not, a lot of difference. Obviously, the USP. Obviously, there's no USPSA targets. It's all lipstick stuff. Um, the the turtles, and uh, that was the main differences with the match. How the match was run overall was one of the best matches I've ever been to. It's probably the best range I've been to, um, and the people are probably the best I've shot with. It, it, it was it was so much fun. I mean, I'm not going to mention it rained nonstop, and we we. We didn't get flooded out because the drainage was amazing, but we, it rained a ton more than more than South Florida, you know, and it rained a lot, but it, it was still fun. And I, I put on Instagram and I put on Facebook. I said, if it rains like this again, I'm still going to come back. That's how much fun mm-hmm. it was. It was great. Um, so they um,
0: they have I was there. Oh, my gosh. I think it's probably been close to three years now. This will be the third year. I went about three years ago. Um, I was shooting PCC at the time. Yeah. The matches
1: for everybody wants to know it's the Puerto Rican open.
0: Yeah. Sorry. Caribbean, Caribbean open. open. Caribbean, Caribbean open. open. Yeah. They actually Probably. have a Puerto Rico yeah. open. So you didn't, yes. you weren't too far off, but the one you went yeah, to was Caribbean the Caribbean open. Open. So open. I think the one I went to was the Puerto Rican open. If I remember correctly. So they, they have two main matches. It's that one in the Caribbean open. I believe is if I remember correctly, it's been a while since I went, but that match was by far one of my favorite matches other than the I, I and I don't mind ipsic I just, no. I really enjoy the fact that you can run out of bounds if you want to. Not that I actually do very much, uh, but there was a couple stages that we shot this weekend at the Florida open that I was like, I'm running out of bounds here, right? I think it was yeah, only there was one, two, one, there was two, one, two of them. Okay, yeah. so it was like, I'm running out of bounds here. If I don't have that option, it kind of takes away the advantage of stage planning, right? Now everybody's gonna run the same stage plan. I guess the way to look at that though, another way to look at that is now you can, everyone shoots the same stage plan. So now everybody, it's the best shooter that wins. Right. So I guess I kind of see that advantage to where now it's not just, but stage planning to me is also part of, you know,
1: winning a yeah. match, right? Like yeah. I would hope, I think so. <laughs> Even, um, you know, it's funny. And, and I guess the definition of stage planning, you know, is up for debate. Like I think stage planning and some of the ipstick stuff is, You can start right or start left (laughs) or start in the middle. Yeah. So the way
0: I always the way I always define that is those are options. That's an option, right? Like that or or let me rephrase that. Let me rephrase that. It's not an option. It's a choice, right? Like options are I can run the same exact stage four different ways. A choice is all right, cool. I'm gonna go left. I'm gonna go right. That's it. That's not really there's no options there. You're you're running the same exact stage plan in reverse. Right. It, that's, or, that's all you're and doing. you
1: can change your order of engagement on targets. But again, you know?
0: that's again, that's that's it's um, semantics. yeah, I would say that's more of a choice. Also, I mean, there obviously, mm-hmm. there's a most efficient way to shoot it. And depending yep. on which way you go, you're going to change the way you shoot those arrays of targets because of the way you enter them. So if I was yep. running right to left, I would probably shoot the targets from left to right, because that's what I'm going to see first, If depending on obviously arrays and all that. But it's not really a it's not really a, it's just not, it's not an option. It's a choice, right? Like, okay, I'm going to go left. I'm going to, I'm going to start on the left. I'm gonna start on the right. But you're, you're basically running the stage in reverse 90% of the times where Correct. it's different is when you have three different directions that you can go and still run that stage efficiently. Right. And then it's yeah. okay. Which one's the best way to run it? And actually th- this weekend at the Florida open, there was a ton of those types of, options and that was what made the match like really really great but and we can talk we about on, that
1: because that was uh that I, I thought yeah it was great but yeah but before I'm, we
0: move on i want to make sure we go back in, we go back into the caribbean open because it's something that we're it's gonna be something that i hope in the future that people start to see at a
1: match that i, I wanna maybe yes. do so yeah. the reason why and, and i'm i'm pulling up a picture and we can talk but i want to talk first about um how the match was structured how it yeah. ran um, they, and, and we, and similar to Aruba and all the, it was cool. It actually was fun being there. Just, uh, I, I keep changing the subject, but it, I was got to see all the Aruba people that I, that I had met the year before. Um, it was fun seeing them there. And, uh, so it was, it was the same type of thing where they take a lot of pride in their range. They take a lot of pride in the club. They, man, they, they work so hard. The, the range staff was great. The match was run just totally professional. It was awesome. Um, from the start to the finish, it was twenty stages, I believe, and um, we it was perfect. I, I have no complaints. And then when you get done, they had this dinner. I mean, a massive, a big old, uh, gigantic pan of paella that they're cooking for you, and they've got you know they've got uh, all the people there, all the awards, and then you know the award ceremony with the podium and all that. And I want to show like you know there's the backdrop and the podium and stuff. And it, dude. Uh, so to some people, that's not a big, you know, but it was cool. Everything was a big deal. So every time, you know, they would call someone up, people would cheer, you know, they have a podium thing. I, you know what? That's cool, man. It was fun. You know, I, I, I thought it was great. And uh, so what, I mean, what is the,
0: I mean, we do this for, for one reason, right. But I know I do, I do this for the competition. Yes. But yes. I, I would say that a small part of this sport to anybody who's competitive and I don't care what they say, uh, I, I don't care what anybody says. If you work hard at something, it's your regular job, shooting, whatever it is, you want the recognition, not not, not just to not like to pound your chest, but to be no, appreciated no. for the hard work sure. that you yeah. put in into this game, right? And yeah. the one thing I've noticed about USPSA that that really has always bothered me is the majority of our sport is C B C and B class shooters, right? So when you give somebody an award, which sometimes they don't even get an award, even if, because they don't have enough shooters, but you, you give someone an award. You literally, I, re- I remember my first nationals. By the time I was coming up to shake hands, they had already called two shooters behind me to get their trophy. They shuffled us in and out of that damn off that stage so fast that I barely shook hands. I mean, they could have just thrown me the trophy off the stage Yeah. By the time, because I I mean, I was only a C-class shooter. I'm a low, low, lowly C-class shooter that no one gave a shit about. They never knew I would possibly become a GM or they didn't care about that stuff. But the one thing that I've always wanted to do and that I, and I got this directly from Puerto Rico. When I went to that match, they had a damn podium that you would stand on. Yeah. And all three shooters, the first, second, and third, would get on that podium yep. and be recognized together. And obviously, there's different levels. There was a, a, a third place was lower, second place was a yeah. little higher, and for just yeah. like the Olympics, right? It was so cool. It was great. You know why? Yeah. Because everyone stayed for the award ceremony and cheered, for e- yeah. complete strangers. There were people yep. in Puerto Rico I had never met before, and they are all giving you high five. And they were and... freaking excited as hell yeah. for you. the, and lady, the one um... thing the one thing I've noticed in this sport in USPSA is that when you go up and you it's your 25 friends that are cheering for you and everyone's like who the hell's this guy? And yeah. it just it sucks because you put a lot of work in even as a C class shooter to win a national championship. And I just I would love to see a mindset change to where we appreciate All shooters, not just the guy who's a professional grandmaster who's up there winning every national championship uh, and giving the speech, right? Like, obviously, he should get his praise. He's a badass, all of them. And I'm not talking about anybody specific. But it drives me crazy when we forget what actually keeps the sport running right? Like, which is yeah. C and B class shooters. So I you, think you should listen to the really good shooters about rules and those kind of things and listen to everyone. But you know, at the end of the day, we should definitely start making it more of, it should like, be a big deal. Right? Right? deal. Yeah, and, and
1: you know what? It, I don't know what the, I don't know what it is. I think, um, I think there's a few things, not just one thing. Um, I think that maybe people are afraid of like, uh, you know, all oh, the trophies, I don't care about the trophies. I, I'm, I'm doing it to to win yeah on the upper level look it is what it is a little plaque it's going to sit in the box i get it you know but to a small percentage of people don't really care right but there's a whole i think a larger percentage of people that that really like those plaques and trophies and stuff and there's nothing wrong with that and so why are we like oh they suck you know i think we should make a bigger deal out of it i think Uh, we should do what puerto rico does and make a big deal and, and do and celebrate everybody when a d class when it's first second third d you get up there man there should be high-fiving and cheering these these folks i mean i, I have that's is fun you know what's wrong with that what is wrong with that there's nothing wrong with that you know and why don't we try doing that more you know i was I, just sitting I think up there, it's an you know,
0: effort that, i think it's effort bro i think that it it's not looked as important in many ways right like i and i think that's part of the issue it's it, a culture it, change well, well, i think we on. can we can make no, it no 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 this doesn't have to do with the shooters. The shooters would absolutely enjoy uh-huh. that kind of a scenario, right? You're right. The problem yes. is, is it's it's doesn't it's not looked upon like that from the people that are making the decisions, right? <sighs> It's not, it's not, it's not looked upon like that. Now, I'm not saying that you have to have a, um, a podium at every damn thing, but I mean, really, you can't find three boxes of different heights and bring those with you with all the shit we carry around. USPSA carries all this crap, brings all this gear, grab a couple of boxes. I mean, hell anything just
1: with a backdrop.
0: Right. I mean, listen, they have a backdrop. 90% of what they already do would is done. They just don't put a podium up. They don't put the three shooters together and take a picture of first, second and third. Like recognize, yeah, the the recognize the people that are winning. Like again, yeah. you don't have to scream from the sky and go, oh my god! But like no, you know, the fact, I mean, again, in nationals also does like is a little bit different than your major matches. Like your le- level twos, they do top twenty five for the trophies instead of you know first, second, and third, and master that kind of stuff. And again, all all that stuff is. It's fine. I, you know, I, I'm not trying to change the world, but if you have three guys at the top that take placed in the top 25 first, second and third, they should be up there together. I mean, and, and just, it's just kind of, not only does it help, not only does it promote the, the sport as in it's more of camaraderie. Cause honestly, that's what this sport is. There's a shit ton of camaraderie yeah. and number two, it promotes those shooters Right. It shows those top shooters and helps them in whatever, wh- whatever their future is in the game, whether they're trying to be professional shooters. Whether, I mean, the fact is that half the people that win stuff, don't, nobody even knows who they are. <laughs> right. Yeah. There, there's no promotion for people in this sport. And I, I don't understand it. I, that is the yeah. one thing I, I don't understand. You should be promoting the people that promote the sport, right? That promote the sport back. And I, I'm not even talking about me, but I, I, it's very rare to see. The best shooters be posted and shared in these uh, on these websites on USPSA's Agreed. Instagram page. I mean, the other Agreed. day I saw a meme on Instagram from the USPSA, and I'm like, "What is this shit? Where's the shooters? Like, where's the best shooters in the world that are going to these matches and 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 no one's sharing their video? I, I don't get it. It just kind of think, it I think you could have
1: a, a full diverse group of D's all the way to GMS." On, on, the, on, the, it, on the Instagram page, a full no diverse group. Yep. If I'm a D guy, I would like to see, hey, let me look at the top guys, but that's cool. Oh, a D class shooter. No, no problem with that. Who cares? C, B, whatever. Have a diverse, you know, group of people. I don't have an issue with that at all, you know? Yeah, I, I
0: just, yeah. to me, to me, this sport in general, I don't think you're going to intimidate people. If you put GMs on, on the Instagram page, you're just not going to, uh, it, and in my opinion, most people revere the GMs. And, and I, what I mean by that is they want to learn from them, right? I don't mean right. as in like, they're, they're any better than anybody else. They want to learn from them. And the more videos you see of a better shooter is the more you yeah. learn. If a bunch mm-hmm. of C-class mm-hmm. and D-class guys are on there, you can learn a lot of stuff, but it's not the same, right? You're looking at the top and, and echelon the of argument- shooters.
1: Your argument could be, can be made. Well, you could just follow their page, but
0: most so, of them, but, but again, but again, now you're searching, listen, I'm going to tell you, no, no, a, I know, dude, I'm so glad you said that because I'm going to tell you the first two years I had no effing clue who JJ Ricasa was. I didn't know who max Michelle was. I didn't know any of those guys until I started going up in the ranks and hearing these names that I wanted to compete against. And seeing these guys. Yep. I mean, think about this. How many times do you hear Max Michelle's name other than because we know I, I talk about his yeah. videos. He, he doesn't post a ton of video. And if he does, unless you follow his page or know who he is, he's not posting stuff, right? He's not, it, he doesn't have to, he's not at that level. He's way above that level of just your average posting. Like I have to do, you, <laughs> you know? know, to put
1: information I- out there. I would like to see. I mean, in my opinion, I would like to see USPSA represents all facets, everybody, all skill sets. So represent all skill sets. You know, post the GM guys, post everybody, post the C's, B, whatever. They're there. They're they're for all of us. So post that. You know. And And I think
0: uh, that's where you're. I think that's kind of why, like a lot of the upper echelon shooters, uh, have really been voicing their opinion about the the rule changes and and all that kind of stuff. You're just honestly, man, we're left out. I mean, we truly are left out. We're not getting any kind of representation for us. And it's crazy because I I, I hope this doesn't come out wrong, but we spend the most amount of time and money in this sport right now. I'm not a professional shooter. I don't get paid to shoot. I have a real job. So I have to go bust my ass at my real job and then find time to practice and then find time to go to matches, build matches and give back to the, to the shooters that I, cause I always enjoy building stages. Why? I don't know. I'm still trying to figure out why the hell I keep doing this mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's exhausting, but I really enjoy the faces on uh, and, and the, the, when people come up and go, bro, that stage was awesome. I'm like, it it did it. it. I did my job, right? Like I just, I've always liked challenging people in coaching and shooting all of those things. So I'm, you know, I'm talking to some of the top guys and they're just like, man, this is, you know, it's, it's kind of bullshit. We, nobody ever asked us anything, but we're the guys that spend the most money, spend the most time, train the hardest, train the most, you know, I mean, these guys represent the United States of America in the world team and no one asked them, Hey, you go with flashlights, <laughs> you know, yeah. you're good with a, you're good with an 85 pound pistol. Uh, you know, can you, know, you, I you mean, guys feel about moving next? A, again? I don't care. And I want to, I want, no, I know it's I not just, that it's not the, what it's, it is. It's yes. just the fact it's that the no one asks, and I'm not thinking that I'm a top shooter. I don't think anyone's going to ask my opinion because I don't think anybody gives a shit what I think, but it's just the fact that it would be nice to know that you're listened to.
1: Well, I, I mean, when you, like I work for a department, uh, a public aid, I work for a fire department. Um, you have upper echelon of management. And when you want stuff done, when you want to have, let's say a uh, fire apparatus planned out or whatever, um, you have a committee. So what would be wrong, if maybe a possible solution is you have a committee made up of you know, some of the USPSA shooters, maybe the top echelon guys and say, hey, you guys are the rules committee. They don't make all the decisions, but they can input. You know, they can think of, come up with stuff and input it and it's bring it up simple.
0: to. It's pretty simple, dude. It, it's
1: actually you know. really simple.
0: They don't want to hear what they have to say. I mean, I, at the that's end of the on day, them, there's no that's, way. I, you know. Yeah, but I mean, at the end of the day, it's kind of been proven that they don't really care what they have
1: to say. The way um, to control that, then we shouldn't be complaining because they're voted in. And the I think you're gonna see a,
0: I think you're gonna see a big swing when those then, votes are coming. I think then I think a lot of that's this is how stuff, you make your
1: voice heard. Well, you
0: know? I th- I think you have a different level of active shooters right now. I, I like and what I mean by that is the upper guys, the guys that are up top, um, you know, Matt Hopkins, uh, you know, Mason Lane has actually been very verbal about this stuff, and it's which is Awesome. Cause he's one of the best shooters. Yeah, He's, he's very uh, well
1: spoken and very right. intelligent. So again, team. you, you have
0: guys that are starting to step up, right? I mean, I, I will absolutely be speaking with my vote. I, I have, I have some issues. That, yeah. You know? I, I have some issues with some things that I have personally seen with some area directors and no more. Like if I have an opportunity to vote those people out, they're gone because, I've seen some really dirty, dirty political to save face bullshit. How about that? <laughs> yeah. And and I can sniff out fake people better than anybody I know. I am very good at it because of the type of personality I have. I can smell a fake ass person in it right away. So you know, I'm not mentioning names. I'm just going to speak with my vote quietly, but there's definitely some issues there in, uh, in our area directors. And again, I, I, I'm not opposed to change, uh, but I am opposed to kind of some of the ways that things are being done behind, you know, kind of behind shooters backs. And I hope that changes. I, I feel like and i haven't decided on who to vote for president uh i don't I, I don't even know who everybody is i know a couple of the guys but i will say matt hopkins as of right now i really enjoy listening to what he has to say because yeah. of how open he is about the conversation. there's. It, I just feel like he's going to be open, and all the information he's putting out is open. You know, he's one of the first guys to talk about one nationals versus two nationals or three nationals uh, or one big nationals kind of thing instead of multiple nationals. And, you know, I posted something afterwards, and it was awesome because he responded, and my response to him was, man, I, I honestly – have never had a single nationals like because when I started they kind of started doing the multiple nationals and then they had the nine days of nationals which mm. I'm not a fan of nine days of nationals because of how I mean I was for I was there for both I t- I did PCC and then I did um production that was a lot of time off work and most people like again I own my own business so I kind of can get away with some of that stuff but I don't know how anybody can do nine days of nationals unless they're hundred percent committed to this sport. And most people can't break away nine days if they want to shoot multiple divisions. Now, if you break that up and you do multiple nationals separate, it gives people time to where, okay, cool. I went back to work, got some work done. And then I came and went to the next nationals a few months later, or whatever. Um, but again, yeah. scheduling, listen, I don't envy those guys at all. Like I would not want the job that Jake Martins and those guys have, because no matter how you do it, somebody's not going to like it, <laughs> right? I mean, listen, so, they're not going to like it. Like uh, we'll, we'll talk about this now. So Florida open, just got back from the Florida open and Steve Zug was the, the range master. And for the his first, first time, time, yeah, his first, first time, time, for the first time in a long time, I had someone who ran a match come to me and multiple shooters, not just me but multiple shooters and ask, what did you think? Would you change anything? Did you like this? Did you not like that? What was it that you didn't like? And it's funny because I'm pretty sure the first thing out of both of our mouths was, you mean all, because of their, all the open targets. And I started laughing. I was like, how many guys do you think shot that match clean? Right? Probably not a lot, probably not a lot. Just because they're open targets doesn't mean it's going to be easy. I so did. I, I posted a actually, I just made a post about it and said just because it's 32 rounds doesn't make it, doesn't make it not no, less difficult. We, we spoke it, a lot.
1: Yeah. Uh, a long time with Zug and yeah. uh, it was a great match, man. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, it's totally different. It was all open, no penalty targets, no hardcover, no nothing. So it was as fast as you want to go and as much penalties as you want to get.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, so, you're going to, so a match like that, so a match like that is, it's it's almost 100% based on accuracy, right? It really is because with, with all those wide open, right? But you still have to have accuracy. If it's a wide open sure. target and you're not hitting the majority of your shots or being alphas, then you have a flaw in your you're done. shooting, right? you yeah, yeah. yeah. But, I, but also on top of that, Ipsic targets, all Ipsic targets, all of them. <laughs> so yeah. there goes 35% of that A zone Right, yeah, yeah, I think that's what the number is thirty five percent less A-zone. And there's a
1: lot of shooting on the in this match. There's a lot of movement, lots okay. of entries or you, or as well. You, on open or you targets. could just stand there. Yeah, you know, but it it was it was great. And it, here's the thing: I heard not one complaint. I heard not one negative thing. And listen, I'm not saying I have the pulse of the, all the shooters that were there, but I, everybody that shot it sounded like they had a great time. I mean, everybody, no, I, heard I heard some, it I heard some complaints,
0: but that was before they shot.
1: <laughs> about the about yeah
0: wide open yeah. no penalties this is crazy yeah. like this is going to yeah. be so ridiculous it's no going to be a hoser yeah no, no steel. steel no, no activators swingers. yep it's going to be a hoser and then i'm like hey oh, man no. how'd you do he's like i had a bunch of mics <laughs> yeah. so i was yeah. like yeah not so damn easy is it and that's yeah. the thing and it's it's kind of it wasn't fun. like you could
1: just stand there and hose everything either right. you needed no. to move. you were,
0: you were know? moving a lot and, yeah. and yeah. i gotta <laughs> tell you the one thing that i appreciated about this match is there was a lot of distance that was that was sneaky. They threw some fifteen. They threw Stage some twenty yards with they the threw bushes. Some targets, yeah. They and they're five yard shots
1: where you don't think it's that far, but it's it's yep. far down there.
0: Well, you know? now how did we know they were twenty five yards? Because we walked. You gotta, I walked back there. But if you didn't walk back there, it looked like a damn fifteen yard target. It was Looks very like a, deceiving. Yeah.
1: Yep. So he I mean, did a great he, job. I thought it was. I think it was in, you know, it was smart because maybe they didn't want to mess around with resetting or whatever. And I've never shot any kind of a match like this. And I thought it was great. I mean, I thought it was a lot of fun. It helps Uh, your staff.
0: So, so not having a bunch of steel and a bunch of activators and all these reset things that have to happen. It helps the staff. The staff was able to focus on scoring targets. I will say one more thing that Zug did. Now, I think if they were uh, had more ROs, I think they would have probably done this a little bit different. But I I really liked this, and and it was very very cool. And this was one of the I actually made a suggestion afterwards. Zug, which they didn't say this until I talked to Zug afterwards, was that they scored every single stage right to left. The same way it was the same way right to left, right right to left counterclockwise. The one thing that I enjoyed about that. Uh, was that you can't make a mistake as a paster. Nope. You shouldn't make a mistake Unless as a paster. A, you're an idiot or you did it on purpose. Right. You shouldn't you know? make a mistake because you already know that wherever they finish, they're coming to the back right corner. Yeah. It's very simple to do that. Now, is it the most efficient way to, to score a tar- to score? Maybe not. It depends on the stage, right? So you can't do it on every stage and be efficient. If they had three ROs, I would say that they would have probably done it like your standard two guys right to left, boom, 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 walked up mm-hmm. the sides and pre-scored as you shot, whatever you had to do. Because one think guy time can always watch was the Time wasn't an
1: issue with us. Time wasn't yeah. an issue at all. Well, you know.
0: so, so I mean listen, I, I would say the only negative thing that I have to say about this match, I mean there was a couple of things that I was like they could do this better, they could do that better, but you can do yeah. that on every match no matter how great it is. The, the only thing that I would say that I wish I, I would have been available was an all-day match. So the, the thing with that match was because the reset was light, right? There wasn't a lot of reset. And we actually had a lot of shooters on our squad. I think we had uh, eight, eight or nine. And there was no plus. stage mount.
1: We had eight. And there right. was no stage mount functions. Right. So it was just running.
0: So you know, I would say that was the only thing. And that had nothing to do with the match. That had to do with me. No. Like, I was like, no. let's finish. Like, let's go. I know, I know
1: people are probably listening going, oh, man, all paper? That's got to no. suck. Well, this match was great. It was great. awesome. It, really was good, it was awesome. It was a good match. <laughs> yeah, it was
0: great. No. I, mean, the, I mean, I mean, I don't know what the flavor of this match will be next year, uh, whether he changes it. Uh, I, I, I heard some rumors that it could be Ipsic style, which – I don't know if I would go to that match. Not that I don't. I just like. It's always like been. Ipsic, it's always but,
1: been Ipsic targets. It's I'm okay with that. Ips- yeah, that's fine. fine. I just.
0: I don't want Ipsic yeah. style matches. Like the three one two three thing. Or whatever the hell that uh-huh. is. Three, two, one. Whatever. I think that's what it is. Three, two. Whatever it is. Uh, but I, I just. That's not what I enjoy. Not not that bads bad. Not, I'm not saying that. But yeah. I would prefer. To, I prefer the bigger stages, even if they're only 24 rounds. I don't need 32 round stages to be happy. I just prefer the stages that require me to think, and what I mean by that is in like movement, figuring out the best, most efficient path to go. Those kind of things. That's that's what I'm looking for. That's that's yeah. what I really like to do. And every uh, when, stage was 32 I rounds.
1: I would like to. Um, I would like to get the. I, you know, I didn't. A, I didn't talk to JJ. I didn't talk to Max Michelle. I love to hear what their opinion is. I know they have a lot of experience and see what, uh, I think Casey Reed was there, right? Yeah. Okay. I think he was. So
0: this was not a good match for production shooters. Um, well, let me rephrase that. I shouldn't say that. I saw one stage that I was like, ugh, that one sucks for production. It that was, was the you had to start shaking on the table. table. Yeah, you had a yeah. shaker table. And there was four standing reloads. And, now, and let me tell you, that was one hell of a shaking table. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good, dude. It, yeah. <laughs> it was pretty good. It yeah. was, that thing was probably Very uh, six by six feet wide. And, and it if you shot a dot, four, five springs. dot
1: is just doing this, yeah. you know. So
0: <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, uh, I mean, it was a good stage, but
1: it was, yeah, I, it was, I, I, it was great, man. <laughs> yeah, I hate that. I hate that stage. I shot a mic on that stupid stage. So I actually, actually shot, I shot, I shot that one really well, but you, you helped me out. Like I, I was taking hard steps and I was going all over the place and I just took a soft step and turned my foot and you know, it was good. So the, the problem is on that kind of a stage and I, I don't hate that stage. I was just kidding around,
0: but I did shoot a mic on that and I suck. Uh, the problem with those stages when you walk them, is you don't have a point of reference of how much you're actually moving. You
1: have no idea how right? because you don't have a dot. You yeah. can't have it out. You don't have a dot. So you don't have the gun it, in you your hand. Super dot. And that thing <laughs> yeah. is moving.
0: Right. So, so that's the that's the one thing about a stage like that. When you start walking that stage, you you really have to be super hyper focused that you're paying attention to the movement because you're not going to have that very yeah. small sights or dot or whatever it is you're using that's you know you're going to visually be able to see that. So you really have to pay attention to kind of where your how your legs feel. Are they solid? Do they feel like your feet are going back and, and you can even look down when you're walking that stage and see the table going back and forth. I mean it's it's it can was you, very easy to imagine that feet stage
1: feet. with no shoots and hardcover. <laughs>
0: And and that's what I mean. So that that's the issue, right? Like, there's no so, way. Man. So well, no, no. There's a way. But well, I know, gonna go, I know. It's going to go from an 11 to 13 second stage to a 25 second stage for the best guys in the world because absolutely you can't <laughs> take the chances on that kind of a stage. That'll crush a match, right? Uh, it's just part of it's part of that's it. So I told Zug, I'm
1: like, I told Zug, can you imagine putting no shoots out there?
0: <laughs> so so let's talk about this too because this is something that that since we talked about kind of getting into the scores a little bit. It was interesting that because every stage was 32 rounds, you kind of had an idea how good you were doing, even if you hadn't shot the same stages as the other guy. Mm -hmm. Right. So like my competitors, I had only shot from day one to day two. We had only shot two stages that I shot and he, they shot. Right. Mm -hmm. So day, day two, I had no idea what they have done to my stages or I had I, cause I hadn't shot theirs and they hadn't shot mine. So we went in going, it was really kind of neat cause it was really cool to look at the scores and go, okay, like he won it or he didn't win it or he got second, third, whatever it was, I was able to go in and go, okay, well I, it's 160 points. This is real hard math, right? Like yeah. I need to be the fastest and get the best that, hits. Yeah right but but you know it's 160 points i'm not sitting there looking and going oh man i'm down by you know if i get this and you know, it's only a 40 point stage so if i make this if i push here it's not that big of a deal 32 rounds you screw up you fall very quickly Mm -hmm. right 160 points you start dropping 30 30 point bombs with a mistake Mm -hmm. or a mess up and i did that actually i had a stage four we had this seated uh position where you sat on a log and everything was well i shouldn't say everything but the majority of those targets were 15 to 20 yards yeah um and it was in it was in like a jungle so you stood up or you you stood up drew your gun shot around some barrels and then over some trees around some bushes moved over stood next to a log shot some open targets but then you were shooting through some trees shooting shooting through some trees to finish those targets so it was interesting because and where i messed up was i couldn't for whatever reason my draw i pulled my gun out of my holster and i was like oh i guess i'll pull my gun up start aiming and then i'll start firing and then i was like three targets in i'm like what are you doing like let's go asshole and i just started shooting but by then i had already wasted two seconds and and kind of gave i gave away 30 points on that stage so, you know, I, I mean, I crushed the entire day except for that stage. So, I, like, in the back of my mind after day one, I'm like, man, I'm I'm screwed. I really bombed that stage. Like, the other guys had shot that stage, and they were 11, almost 12 seconds. I'm in the 14s. I'm like, I Like, I I had okay hits, so that's what saved me. I could, I could me, show but... you how to
1: do better on that. I shot it in 12 seconds. Oh, off, man, right? I love I'll these
0: rifles. The rifle guy <laughs> yeah. has no reload, Has just stands in the back and uh-huh. shoots a 16-inch barrel at 25-yard uh-huh. targets. Yeah. you know practical shooting not rifles no I don't care I'm just kidding I like PCC so Um, but yeah I mean it's it's stages like that that you know when you start dropping points you can drop 30 points like that and then all of a sudden you're like hmm I don't know why I'm losing so bad (laughs) what
1: would you do what would you do differently in this match how would you shoot some things differently
0: so for me I would I wouldn't change anything, man. I'm telling you. I mean, I would like that stage back. Um, but, oh, I meant to tell you, because we haven't had a chance to talk about it. There was the... I had two mics this weekend, all right? I I know what I would like to take back, and, I, and I'm going to check it because I don't want to misquote my number because it's bad enough already. I had nine Deltas. I would fix that. That's the number one thing. I had two... Uh, uh, yeah, nine Deltas and two mics. Dude, I would change shot, that.
1: But you... You shot really fast. I mean,
0: real fast. So, so, okay. I mean. I'm glad you brought that up because it doesn't matter how fast I I shoot.
1: It it doesn't. I'm
0: giving away entire targets. Correct. I want to, I'm going to put this out in the world because I want everyone to realize this. Every Delta I shoot is an entire target to someone else. It's a no procedural mic basically. It's a no procedural mic. I gave away four. Points okay, three points in open, but when you're shooting against the best shooters in the world, which I'm hoping to be there one day, okay, yeah. those guys don't shoot deltas. I mean, no. they just don't. You can't, I mean, you're, you're gonna have some here and there, but you just can't shoot those deltas. And
1: the deltas And your mic, your one mic that you yeah, had two, but that one, yeah, who literally was the closest target in the whole stage, yes. Yes. Like so I, I
0: I haven't been able to review the video enough or close enough. I got to put it in my editing program so I can like zoom in and get a decent it video. Yeah. But I, I, I'm the more we talked about it, it is, like the more double, I think I, it's a double. But it's the best, greatest shot yeah. I've ever taken in my life. So I don't know. I'm thinking it's a mic, but Bagley put yeah. two.
1: I mean, he sat there. He- a long time he tried to give you the hit i mean it is what it is if you it's know, a perfect double it's a perfect double. i'm glad you brought that up because
0: i'm not a two mike i'm not a, a a double alpha guy i'm not a guy who's calling you know two perfect hits unless i felt like i did a great shot right if i if i pull yeah. off on that i'm i'm good with it like i know i did it but yeah. that target was so close and i was so settled and the
1: ring was real dark as opposed and to that the other was the thing rings. If, the the, if,
0: the, if it would have been a super light hit like the other one i would have been cool but that damn thing looked like i took a sharpie
1: and drew it in there but it but, was hard i mean it's hard to figure that and he he pulled out two freaking But listen man as a shooter that's ro'd a lot you give everything I'm giving, you
0: can. i'm calling a mic i'm gonna tell yeah, you right yeah. now i'm calling Impossible. a mic too I, I was going to call a mic on myself yeah. if you wouldn't have said you need to look at this again it's yeah, really dark it right it's really dark i was going to call him micah i looked at it and i was like i wouldn't give me that no <laughs> right? i mean it, i wouldn't yeah, have given it to me it i, I, I'm, no, I no, just I, know. I wouldn't it's that's a yeah. hard shot and but the cool it wasn't part part like was it was a back
1: call it was a I, i'm listen he got he, he went through the whole thing he tried yeah. and it you know he's right you know so and that and that's the cool part His, i, I most people know him because he's
0: hard a lot but jonathan bagley shout out to you brother the fact that you whipped out that uh, that that card, put the yep. first one on it, and thought maybe it was there, then picked up another card, put it directly over the top of the other one, and kind of worked around that original one like you're supposed to, which most people don't. It wasn't know. like
1: he gave it a half-ass effort. Nope. he, gave it a he good was effort. like,
0: and the, and the best answer I've heard the entire time was he looks at me, and he goes, "It's not there, bro. I don't think it's there, bro. I don't see it." And I go, "Good call." <laughs> I was like, "I don't know." Anything else that you would have done, another, another yeah. range master, another CRO. I'm yeah. I'm looking at the first overlay. I'm like, yeah, just just call it. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, what am I gonna do? It, I, I would have not called it for me. So when yeah. I saw it, I was like, dude, if he calls this, I'm I might just tell him to give me the damn mic because it does there's no, I mean, you would have to have two overlays and have an amazing. I to even get the only thing that was giving me the opportunity was that, that it was black it was super dark dude i mean it, you called yeah, it. it it looked like it was sharpied in and by not pacing mm. the target next to it it really
1: you could yeah, really see the there i'll go hey to hold off on that don't pace yeah. that you can see but you can't go by that it is what it so is So actually
0: so yeah. oh, before we move on i don't know if we've ever talked about this before i think this is an important fact to get out to the world guys anybody, ROs, especially ROs. this is really important. If you have a mic on a target and there's a and it's a questionable double, even if it's not a questionable double, do not paste the target next to it. The reason why you don't do that is so that you can go look at the hit on the other target and see if they're similar. If the second if the target that's in question that has a mic on it and it's super dark and it has an oblong look, and you go over to another target and his other bullet is super light colored, then it might be there. So it's it especially might give if you... you're
1: shot from the same exact position.
0: Well, it might know? give you the opportunity to get a second look at it, right? Or, or a, a better visual mm-hmm. and go, okay, I need to look at that a little harder instead of just going, fuck it, it's a mic, right? And give the guy a mic. That little yeah. extra effort mm-hmm. goes a long way with shooters. And they'll, they'll paste harder for you. They'll work harder for you. You'll have less bitchy people that come and shoot on your matches, (laughs) you know, because they know you're not trying to screw them over right now, now most don't, but some do Yeah,
1: the vast majority. I mean, all of, you know, yeah, most of them are human nature. It is what it is, bro.
0: This, this match had really, really good ROs. I I mean, they
1: were great, man.
0: Listen, on both of my mics, both ROs tried to see, find it like they looked all around. They didn't just go, Mike, see you later. They looked. And and, and again, they did the first, the, the last one was not even close. Like it was a dead center a and nothing else. And I'm like, what the hell did I do? I don't even remember missing that. So, so that brought up the next topic, dude, because it's something that I just learned at practice. And I, I coached, I, I, I shot the floor to open and then went in and practiced with a student, I had a student come in and I did a full day class. Well, I was at the very end of the day, I was showing him some movement stuff, right? I got into movement a lot and we started talking about the movement and I was talking about how you would exit on the second shot. And I really discovered where my deltas and where my mics come from when I have a close target and I'm exiting. I I think this is happening on farther targets as well but obviously yeah. not 25 yard targets. I'm not I'm not leaving on you a You saw yourself
1: yard. doing that on stage 3 in the and the GoPro. Yep. With the GoPro, All right. you could see that you're pulling off. So here it is.
0: Yeah. Why am I pulling off? It's not because I'm transitioning the gun and I'm going to tell you why. Do you know what I'm doing when I shoot the second shot? Do you know what the first thing I do when I shoot that second shot is? We're looking somewhere else. I look for the next target. Yeah. So while I'm pulling the trigger Right. Or even if I've, I'm already, I might, cause again, this is all split second stuff. Like there's, there's, there's no way that I can tell whether I've left, like there's no micro, you could micro adjust, but it's not easy to tell. Right. So I've discovered what I was doing. I would look at the target. I would go one, the red dot would hit. And as I'm pulling the trigger, I would start to look away. Well, what happens when you turn your head? What follows? Yeah. Your body the and the gun.
1: <laughs> and you got, remember I said you got away with that on that yep. target because you're super yep. close. It was two yep. yards away, three yards well, away. And,
0: and and that's where I'm getting them. Right. That's when I am make, that's where I'm making the slight mistakes. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and that's where I'm like, Oh, okay. I'm going to be more aware of that. And here's the thing. And this is what pisses me off that I did it and I have been doing, it. I think this was a lot of, some of these deltas are coming from, I'm still moving. I don't need to look where I'm going. I've already know where I'm going. So just stay on that target until the two's gone and then look, right? There I, if I like in these situations what I mean by this is I'm doing this while I'm on my exit to somewhere else. Yeah. Right? And this and is it cost it,
1: you, that would cost you no time.
0: None, no time. zero time just because I'm know. just leaving my head on the target <laughs> just so that it's so the Your gun does go moving. with it, right? Yeah. Just so the gun doesn't go with it. The only time I should turn my head is after the second shot goes off and the recoil's already happening. But again, easier said than done, man. This is all; yeah, no, these are I'm, micro-management
1: improvements. It's the same as I mean, look. I mean, I made lots of improvements, but now I'm to where I need to fix little things through this match. So those little things,
0: stuff. those little things, add up to huge mistakes. Those little things
1: add up to me losing by eleven points. Right. Right, I lose. I lose the match by eleven points. Right, you know?
0: but again, it's it's um, it. So the things that you're doing, okay, and let's let's get into it because I we ha- obviously we have to let everybody know what's going on. This is like we're having a conversation with ourselves that we've already had <laughs> a little bit. So yeah, yeah, at the day one of the Florida Open. And if anybody ever videos me videoing you, I could have an entire separate YouTube, uh, YouTube page or Instagram page of me just constantly going, go, 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 go <laughs> in the background yeah. because I'm seeing things that you're not seeing, obviously, when you're shooting. But yeah. the, the there's two things that we kind of discovered when, when in this match. One, we think that 20 plus years of SWAT is affecting your shooting a little bit. We're starting maybe. to think we're starting to over, think that maybe that's where some of it's coming from. And it's over confirmation. Well, it's not over confirmation. It's just not running into an opening yeah, <laughs> as yeah, fast yeah. as possible.
1: Well, right. Uh, it, yeah. And in. And, uh, so. I even throw out throw out SWAT, let's just say stage I What was it? six. Let's go to ten. 10 was with the port when the car you did which it, is, it, you it, did it on hold on
0: we'll start on the first day which was stage okay. three the one where we so, sat on that chair
1: when yes. you ran so, to that
0: front port it took you you just forever. were looking for a target looking for a target looking for a target yeah no gun up your gun was yeah. kind of pointed down but still yeah. at the port but you were like if i go too far i'm not going to shoot yeah there was that that port was huge it was probably three feet wide right it took it was forever your height
1: yeah so you're leaving that and finishing that stage it was like that felt like crap.
0: So let me <laughs> let me give you a little example of what I, what we're talking about, guys. Because you you know, unless you see a video of it, it's going to be hard. So maybe I'll try to grab one of the videos from Craig and I'll add it to the podcast Absolutely. here for the YouTube. Yep. But but the thing is going on is good. Sure, it should actually show where I lost time because people. I'm sure
1: I'm not the yeah. only one who's an idiot. Yeah. You know.
0: Well, it's not. You're not an idiot, dude. The problem is, is oh, you know, it doesn't show up on the score sheet. All right, these things that the grandmasters are really good at is the stuff that we do that doesn't actually show up on the score sheet. And what I mean by score sheet is you're not getting an alpha charlie points, right? These are time things no, that it shows most up in people time. Don't, yeah, but and and that, guess what that means? That's time is points. Right? Yeah. Your time is your points as well. But we, a lot of people don't realize the time is your points, right? I mean, obviously they know so, that, but they're not looking at okay, a great example is when you go to check your scores after a match, I don't know many people unless they've bombed a stage that changed their times by a quarter of a second, half a second. They yeah. only look at the Alpha Charlie count. Oh, if I would have shot three more alphas here on this stage, I would have won the stage. But they're not adjusting the time that they ran it in, yes. right? Because they're not seeing where that time is.
1: They're only looking yeah, at yeah. the hits. Yeah, which is right? crap. Like, my hits – Two hundred thirty-eight Alpha, seventy-eight Charlie, four Delta. That's it. But that's crap. I mean, that's good. But there's time. There's a lot of time there that in this match that's lost. There's so that, dude. Now that you, I'm glad you brought that up. So
0: stage number two, the one there was a stage number two was a stage that had a shoot house where oh. you had to go in and out and everything oh my else. Gosh. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Craig shoots this at the very beginning. Shoots it great. Runs to the middle and just kind of loses his flow. He just starts kind of, I don't want to say tenses up, but he's, he's just not shooting. He's trying to, um, all uh, well, ass. no, not just haul ass because the yeah, trigger, plays, he, you you tensed up, like you're trying to <clears throat> produce results instead of just doing what you always do and just go shoot. Yep. Right. Yep. And then so I, I threw like, a mic
1: and had to go back and make it up. And lost. Right.
0: So we went back right. and looked at the time. So he figured it about two
1: seconds for that one position. It was absolutely, it was two seconds on that. I shot at 19, I was shot in 17. Yep,
0: so here's, here's a
1: multifaceted match, right there. Here's a
0: multifaceted answer to, to where Craig loses the match. Now, obviously there's multiple things that lost the match from first to second, but there's multiple things, but this one really, really hits home. He goes back and makes up the mic, right? So there's two seconds that he lost making up the mic. He runs goes to the next position, shoots, runs around the front, and shoots. Okay? We looked at the numbers. I said, take off the two seconds, right? So he goes, I would have still lost by, uh, what was it? Two, Se-
1: two points. Two points. Like
0: no, I yeah. think it was more than that, right? I thought it was five or six If I points. got the hit. If okay. I, if you got the yeah. hit and save the time as a straight-up run, he still loses by two points. That's right. I two remember points. that. Okay. Then we go back, and I say, keep the mic, take the two seconds off, what would you have lost by? He goes, six points. Six points. Right? Six points. But here's where the problem is, where you can't see it. Yeah. Not only did he go backwards, but then he had to start his momentum again. It's more than two seconds, and I'm going to explain why. When Craig got to his third position, I he, out, he, he out had position. to get into position to shoot another port. When he got to that port, because the flow wasn't there anymore, now he went searching for targets again in the port.
1: Yep, And that cost him time and points.
0: Well, now your momentum slows down, and now you start shooting shitty hits because you had to pick up the speed to make up for that stop in the middle.
1: Yep. Right? I know.
0: It's not one thing that kills you. It's multiple little things that end up beating you up in time but what happens is everybody goes and looks at those scores and they go, oh man, if I would have just had like great yeah. example, the first thing you did was go look what the score would have been if you would wouldn't have had the mic. You didn't change the time yet. You just looked to see what that mic would
1: yeah. have done for you. I made up the mic, but it, it, it ends up right, you know, costing me more in and points and, you know, and, and I should have just, but you know, whatever. It's just a, now again, and then you could say, well, You know, we could play the "what if" game, and the other guy could have done this and that. I I get that. We're trying to fix little, minute, minute things. You know, Um, yeah. I mean, I
0: mean, mean, that's the thing that that's the that's the real thing that I've discovered a lot in my students is that time is time is something we talk about, but it's not something that they're training. Does that make sense? They're training the shooting part, they're training putting bullets down range, but they're not looking at their they're they're not looking at the where they're truly losing their times. They they always look at the time when it comes to the shooting. Oh my splits are slow. Uh you know, all these things and honestly, man, the shooting is the slowest damn part.
1: Yes. It's the slowest. Like, damn here's a good like an example. And and I didn't and something I didn't notice like you were like, "Hey, you know, why are you- I'm thinking, you know, I'm, I'm always taught like, you know, I, I can see the target. I'm going to start addressing that target before I get to the port. And then you're like, dude, what are you doing? You know, you got a long distance, you know, whatever, <laughs> run a bunch of steps, you know, break down then shoot that thing before you get to the port. And so I stage was six. That's just watching so six, that. I six,
0: six was your, one of your stages where there was three ports in the middle and yes. you came off of a, a right entry it was a kind of a hard lean but not too bad because we changed direction. the wrong. right side was better the whole
1: front of it was shot well yeah. i shot that yeah. fast Shot a good 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 yeah. hits everything you know and then but
0: when you got into that port so when so basically there was three ports that if you stopped in the middle you would shoot all three position all three of those ports that had targets in them in one spot and you could adjust just a little slight lean here and there but it was all there where Craig lost majority of his time. And this was all on day one. So this was something that he this. fixed
1: on day two. How long was that? One and a half seconds. I mean, that was a long time. The
0: it problem was, was is you left that position. And, we, I, you know, obviously I've talked to Craig about this at the match. He ran in and he instead of being aggressive and trying to get to a spot, he was slowly moving into position.
1: And, more de- and too deliberate.
0: Yeah. Just very deliberate. There was no urgency. Okay. Way so, too deliberate. For, so I don't know. Here's why something that I see a lot with everyone. Okay. This is just happens to be that Craig and I are such great friends that we talk about this stuff all the time when we're at matches and, and how to fix things, right? So this happens with all the shooters I see. The only guys that don't really do this are the top echelon shooters. Yeah. If there is a one-step or two-step gap between positions, we're running. <laughs> we're hauling, we're pushing really hard. What I see when people have a one or two space gap, they lackadaisically move over to that position. There's no urgency to go there because it's like, well, it's only one step. Bullshit. That one step is the and
1: you can, you can post some of the yeah. screw ups so people can see and go, oh, well, it's I don't not to that.
0: Again, man, some of the screw ups or what you're calling screw ups are lack of awareness. It's not that you screwed up. It's that you're not aware of them. You said that to me after we talked about it, but you said that to me, you were like, dude, if you wouldn't have said that to me, I didn't even know I was doing it. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, well, you watch all of your videos. So here's another thing. You analyze all of your videos and you still don't see it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because you don't realize that that's a point loss. That's point wasted. You know what I mean? So then we shot day two. Okay. And I did a lot less of this. Come on, Craig, come on, Craig, because you moved, you hauled ass. You, you, you did the non-shooting things with more effort. Yep. Right. When you got to the shooting part, you were the same exact shooter, still shooting accuracy, still shooting alphas. But when you got to the movement, the non-shooting part, you changed your mindset. And I don't know how many times I can say how important that is (laughs) because your mindset is what dictates the way you shoot. Right. I mean, I I talked a couple of my guys on my squad, not my guys, but a couple of the guy, people that are on our squad, we talked about stage planning and there were a couple of people that ran stage plans like other grandmasters. And there was a couple of guys that ran stage plans the way I ran it. And they looked at me at the end of the stage plan. they were like, damn dude, that was so much better i said why was it better for you and they were like well all the targets were closer (laughs) i said all right so i I, there was one specific stage that i remember Stage, stage eight stage eight and the the grandmaster that shot it before me the day in the morning they ran all the way back right he they ran all the way back and i was like i'm not running back i'm gonna shoot some targets and back out as i'm moving and and a couple guys were like well dude but but you got to go back there anyway i said yeah no problem i said but where is the slowest part of this stage and they, and they were like well uh the the running i said nope the ports because here's what happened if you ran you had four shots on the left-hand side one of them was 20 yards at least The other one was 15 yards, right? A couple it was about five yards closer. Then it got to about a 10 and then a five yard target. Not to mention the
1: middle two targets.
0: Right. Well, that's, we're getting to that. Then there was a a port on the left-hand side that you shot through that had probably 12 yard targets, but they were kind of tucked in. So you had to get down low and shoot it. Then there was about, I would say probably a four to five um, foot uh, distance between the ports. So it was like the middle of a wall, middle of a wall, middle of a wall. So it was a good probably three yards that you had to run to get into position. But it was a little bit far. I would say it was five yards because if you got into those ports and you just stopped in the middle, you weren't going to be able to move out. You would would stop. So instead of what everybody else did, they shot the far back targets that ended up being a damn 20-yard shot. In the center port. So not only are you shooting those targets from farther away. Yes, two two. targets. Not only are you shooting those targets from farther away, but now I'm shooting harder targets. In a
1: hurry. In a (laughs) hurry. In a
0: hurry. Mm -hmm. And I can't leave out of that port like I wanted to. It's no longer a drive-by position.
1: Yeah. I mean, so the argument was there was people that made, well, you're stopping in the front when you draw. Okay. Yeah, you are stopping, but it's a five-yard shot. Five-yard shot, which means what? Quicker. Quicker. Why is
0: it quicker? Because I can rip two splits into yeah. that target and guarantee great hits. <laughs> yes.
1: Or you're stopping in the middle port and taking 20-yard shots. Where you're you're you got a close in hose target, two long shots, and then another hose target. And then you're so you're you're stopping on both places, but the other ones, those are harder shots. The difference and there was the for, mics, the, the there was difference plenty of for mics me, by people.
0: The difference for me on that stage and the way i i saw that stage compared to what i think some of the i don't i don't know how everybody else ran it i only knew one guy before me had shot it the big difference for me was that i could blend every position together and make it one array kind of thing other than i had to stop, do a reload as i was moving in but even the running back i had already shot four targets by the time the other person got to the back left corner anyway so one of the things that i've and you won that stage, didn't you? Yeah, I won that stage overall yeah, by an, an entire hit way. factor. Yeah, so I was way. over a second faster, and an entire hit factor higher. Yeah, but the sure. big thing for me with with what I'm learning is, now you can't do this on every stage. And, and that's the problem. Sometimes you say this stuff and guys get on there and they're like, oh man, that depends on the stage. Well, obviously, I would hope you know that by now. <laughs> but when know. when you when you run, all right, and you're not scoring points, you're losing points immediately. Like that means if I can draw and shoot something in in a second, let's just say it took me a second to shoot a target, right? But it took you three seconds to run back or two seconds to run back. Even if it was one second more to run back compared to me pulling the trigger on the draw, I'm probably going to beat you because I've scored points sooner, which usually equates to finishing sooner right? The, the job that you have in this sport is to shoot sooner. That, that's the number one thing I've changed mindset wise this year. Well, I guess last year I learned it after nationals was to shoot sooner. I mean, some of the videos and drills that I've created in the insider circle have all been about shooting sooner. I talk about how to enter, how to exit all these different things. And it's all about shooting sooner.
1: So before you go further, that's one of the reasons that the port thing I'm thinking, well, I could shoot the target now. I could shoot it now, shoot it now, but you can't shoot anything else, right? Because you got to get into that port. Yeah. So I think you're you're 100 right. But if you've got to cover distance, like what you were telling me, hey, cover distance, and you you could still shoot that target soon, and you can't. And then when you're set up to go to the port, you're already done with that target. So that, to me, that was a uh, you know, and I I lost major seconds. With that, because I'm thinking, oh, shoot sooner, shoot sooner, but that's not you, so you, so here's
0: you, the here's what you did differently on that stage. And that that was the only stage. And we talked about this. You said, Man, I moved through that whole pore I, I ran through that. I felt the movement. You did feel the movement, but all you felt was your upper body movement, your feet. Yeah, those planted. no no
1: no. Yeah, I was talking about stage ten or whatever. All right, okay, that, but stage, that one because those are stop positions. For let's me. go
0: back to stage eight because we talked about this the the that night actually afterwards we talked about it at the award ceremony when we we're sitting around talking or whatever that stage you did not move through any of the ports but you nope. thought you did because nope. you were when you got in there you went pop up pop, pop, and kind of got out quick but you still planted your feet and and one of the things that i noticed and this is kind of something that people don't really pay attention to. And I don't think they watch when they're paying attention to these videos. They're just kind of listening to the gun and they're not really paying attention to where I'm shooting things. So that specific stage, that port was three feet wide. You think, I mean, it was a really long port. So when I entered that position to shoot it, I was able to shoot the port, shoot that target before I could even see the left target. So that was the key. Now that turns that position into a drive-by instead of a stop position. Then when I got to the third port, it became one target was a drive-by. After the reload, I went pop up. I had to settle, but I shifted my body to my right on the second target. Shot that, and that put me in position for the far right outside set of targets. That's the thing that I don't think people notice is if you can shoot a target before you get into a position, it now opens up more movement opportunities throughout that position, through the ports or, or whatever
1: it is, right? Yep, uh, We uh, and you told me like, hey, push hard. Uh, to me, my body position was out. I did not want to be squared up to those targets with a PCC. I needed to have my hips facing no. laterally and taking it like that. That's how I feel, but it's wrong. you told me like, hey, push off <laughs> hard push yeah. off hard. And I should have, I yeah. did that. But the other thing is, is we talked about if you didn't back out of those two targets on the corner, you were out of position yeah. for all of the other yeah. ports, yeah. you know? Yeah.
0: So, so I, I want to go into that real quick because I just went through this yesterday with my student uh, big shout out to Nick, bro. You did awesome. And, and I mean, that guy's awesome. He was like a sponge. And I know towards the end he was getting tired because I was running him. <laughs> so we had a, that stage specifically uh, is a great example of what's wrong with PCC shooters. Most of them and pistol guys, you have this thing called a triangle, right? I call it a triangle. I, I know I've heard other people use it, but I, I you know, I don't think I invented it. I, I don't think there's anything I'm going to invent in this sport because of how many people have done it before me, but there's a thing well, I I use it is my triangle. It's one of the things I teach. You have a triangle when you're drawing your, or when you hold your gun, whether it's a rifle or whether it's a a pistol, you have a triangle. The key to shooting accurately and fast, consistently, I'm going to say that again, the key to consistently shoot fast and accurate is to stay square to the target. If you do not enter square to a target, you will shoot a shit ton of deltas and mics. It's the most important thing I've learned this year and that, especially like with a
1: pcc because it's really easy to pull off way the more Delta. important
0: with a pcc because you it's you don't with the thing with the pistol if your grip is proper it's very difficult to break that triangle unless you start leaning right but yeah. the pistol requires you to really turn your whole body okay so that's one of the reasons why it's a little bit easier to remember because you have to work from your hips Because if you move your arms, you now broke your triangle. Your triangle now gets real long on one side and real short on another. Okay. The thing with the PCC, you do not have to stay square to hit targets. It works, right? Because you can cheat the shit out of it and have one arm real short and one arm real long. And Right. Exactly. But what happens is not staying square to targets, you lose your accuracy at speed. You start to pull off targets. You start to turn your head to look at the next target, and the gun's still on. I don't know how many times I saw PCC guys over the weekend and all these matches we go to where they go whap whap, and they on their second shot they're not even looking no. at the damn target. And I'm like, all right, you're yeah. getting away with it here and there, but it's not. It's going to kill you. It's I was so worried up. about
1: pulling off a delta or a mic on those that I shot yeah. at crappy, and I, I I really would love to shoot that array again. Those three important. I, because I was like, okay, take this and as you're going it's so yeah. easy to pull off that yeah. target always and that's so, almost always where my mics are at that's where and the don't...
0: footwork comes in bro it's where your hips turn yeah. your hips have to turn if your target makes you break your triangle you should have turned your hips if you have to break that triangle and your, yeah, your, yeah. Your, your guns in front of your left shoulder and you're not squared up, I mean, that barrel should almost always be in front of your nose. You know, you're going to yeah. have a little bit here and there, especially with the rifle where you can kind of just move your arms and you're not breaking yeah. too much. But if you start having that the front of that barrel on the left side of your shoulder or the right side of your shoulder, you're yeah. probably not holding that triangle tight, right? You're not holding that. You're not staying square to the target. And it's very difficult to get people to understand Especially with PCC to choke up, you don't want a long stretched out ass arm. You don't have any Especially control over the rifle. Wide.
1: You're moving yes. this way, transitioning across. You will throw delta mics all You can long.
0: You can use your support hand that holds the rifle as a break. Right. If you're, let's just. I'll, I'll give you a great example. If my arm is clenched and I'm, I'm sitting here like this, I'm going to be able to stop it. But if my arm's long like this, I don't have as much control over that little extra push that's going to do with my hand, right? But if it's tight, I have way more muscle and control of it compared to when my arm's stretched all the way out and trying to hold, you know, stop something.
1: It's funny but, how when you get like, um, like, uh, you know, I think Ian and Joe Draggy when they. Uh, uh, when they start shooting PCC, they're like, this dot's all over the place. I'm yeah. like, you hey, have three points of contact. Now, yes. this is actually harder to shoot this right. on the move than it right. is a pistol, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's just a rifle. It's- yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it,
0: it is. It's It's. It's more difficult if you don't use proper technique, right? I mean, honestly, the technique that I teach with a rifle, and with the PCC and pistol are the same. They're exactly the same. It's just you hold the gun a little bit different. That's all it is. You're just holding it differently but it's the same exact technique. There's no difference. Your footwork is the key to to shooting on the move consistently. And I cannot say that word enough. It's something that I have worked on so hard in the last two years, and it's finally paying off. Like I'm starting to really see that next level of consistency, right? Like this match that we shot at the Florida Open, I have never – I have never shot as consistent as I did, and I think there's a couple things that are going on, and and I talked about this in one of my Instagram posts. I just kind of typed it in there. I didn't really have a a video about it, but I shot with visual. I shot visually instead of instinctually at this match. Now, there's no steal, but I shot visually. So, in other words, what I mean by that is, I saw every shot. I really focused on. Accuracy looking in that looking in that A zone, not just the A zone, but a spot in the spot. A zone. Yep. And we talked about that. We actually talked about that, man. How when I walked the stages, I looked at you and I said, Whoa, dude, I just discovered something. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I just had a breakthrough. Like, I, I was like, holy shit, dude. I, I, I'm seeing the A zone, right? And then we talked about it, and you were like, "Well, don't you usually see the A zone?" I go, "Yeah." The problem is, is I
1: see the whole A zone. Oh uh, yeah, spot. That's right? one thing I've learned. And once you do that, dude, everything becomes so much bigger. Now the A zone becomes this big. And so I of-
0: actually have a, I actually have mm-hmm. a, um, a great idea on how to make that video. I'm making a video about it. Uh, I, I'll tell you later. I'm not, I'm not giving my secret away, baby. But yeah, I have a way of talking. I, I, can, I think I can physically show that. Through some camera tricks, I got baby. So I'm excited about that video because I was talking to uh, one of my buddies, Sam Caldwell, who uh, moved away, you some bitch, to North Carolina, and <laughs> he just doesn't shoot with me anymore. Uh, yeah. He, uh, we were talking about that. He goes, "You got to make a video about it, dude." He's like, and I was like, "Man, how do I do that? Like, how do I show you what my eye sees?" I'm like, "Oh, I got it. I got it. I think I got an answer." So I'm super excited yeah. to try it. I think it's gonna work out great, but it's just you know, it's one of those things where, oh, oh. Before I get off this topic, the other breakthrough I had, and I, and I posted the same thing. I talked about those two breakthroughs. The other breakthrough I had was, man, did I focus on my footwork in this match? during my walkthrough not during shooting right we talked about that and and do you remember how many times i walked some of these stages that really required precision like stage eight is a great example how many times did i walk that damn stage dude like it was crazy i was like and i remember you like all right man uh, we got it like, <laughs> you're
1: like well i was we like all right i'm getting it. tired like all right I, I, yeah. i'm gonna stop for a minute because yeah. we're like, i've yeah. walked it a ton so, but, but it was all positioning it's all it position positioning. that's all it was it, it wasn't about
0: where's was the target like how do i shoot the targets it was how do i turn this position that's technically three positions into one right yeah. how do i turn three positions into one and i and, and it it all started with the second position after i shot the first position it all started with the second position and I'll make sure I post up the video in this guys for the I'll, I'll overlay this on the YouTube video. But when you entered that second position, if you did not back up and you just ran to a spot and stopped, well, out the next position, three positions were all were stopped, done. go nowhere position. Yeah,
1: you were done. You were done.
0: You yeah. couldn't get your momentum on that stage. It was too many ports. There was too many stop positions that it was designed for. I just, I just learned how to eliminate them. Right. The way I stage plan that was I eliminated all stopping except for the very last position. I've, even the first position we were already there. So I don't even call that a stop position because I left on my fir- my second and third tar- or my third and fourth target anyway. Yep. Right? So I backed out on my last target of the front. Then I shot the two to the left the entire time backing out gaining distance. Uh oh. Again, this stage was awesome. I, I I, am going to break this stage down because I've got to break this stage down. There were so many breakthroughs for me just on that stage. Do you remember when I walked up to you before I shot it and I said, Craig, if I don't transition and or back up while I'm transitioning, I'm going to fuck up these two left targets. Do you remember that? And what happened when you backed up on the transition instead of getting on target and then backing up how much of a difference did that make i was already
1: moving yeah it was good yeah
0: so now the accuracy was there because you're not trying to start you're not trying to start leaving so if you're already moving backwards your footwork's already set up
1: yeah now it's just
0: a pop pop, pop pop instead of trying to get on target and start moving. Cause as soon as you get on target and You're start talking about leading, the first four from the first yeah, the spot, first right? four, the, yeah, the yeah, two yeah. on the front left, as soon yeah. as you are on target and you decide to take this giant ass step backwards, guess what? Your gun does. Woo flies around. It's everywhere. Yeah. Right? So when we cha- when I changed that, I, I, obviously I told you, and you were like, yeah, dude, let's do that. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna make sure I
1: remember. No, that, that, that was a great idea because it move. And I wouldn't have done it. I would have started moving when I got to that target. It would have thrown off the hits. Yeah. So
0: I mean, right there, you start adding, <laughs> and that's the crazy part. It adds how up. Do you, man. But that's I the know. thing. It's exactly what I was going to say. How do you explain to someone that doesn't think the way I think? <laughs> how do you get that oh. across? That I won by over a second on that or a second on that stage because of. Four things, not one thing. It's not yep. one thing normally, right? And especially when you get up in higher levels, these guys are good. They're not making mistakes. They, they're they just as good, if not better than I am, right? I'm fighting to beat them, not the other mm-hmm. way around. I'm trying what to beat guys that are in top 10 every year. What was your time on that? 13 something. Let's see uh it was stage eight, right yeah yeah, yeah stage yeah. eight it was uh thirteen twenty eight at had eleven two one hit factor,
1: yep that's awesome dude i had so I shot it in over one point like two we had one point two seconds slower than you, I had worse hits. I had two deltas I had four in the whole match two two of them were there. you were how much slower one point two
0: seconds, so one point two seconds, and I had a reload,
1: yeah. Right.
0: That's the thing. That's, but if you watch the video, you'll
1: see like, it's way obvious where time was lost, you know, way
0: but again, it's dude, this is how you learn though. Right. Like once you now you'll be very aware that, and you were on day two, for sure. You were much more aware. The problem was is in stages like that. If you don't spend the time walking those before you get there, you're not going to execute to that kind of level. Uh Uh, and that was a good man.
1: stage. To, that was a tough stage to start on, but it was a good stage to start on because we had a lot of time. We could devote a lot of time to walking that, and that stage was important.
0: Well, and, um, I'm going to tell you, I shot pissed off. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I wasn't mad at anybody, but I wanted that win. I wanted that match so bad. I, listen, I I, I think about it now afterwards. I was, I guess I was really, really pissed off about the Florida State match because I did almost enough to win that, and some of the guys yep. that were there, I was competing against at this match. I wanted this match, not just not just for I don't want to say revenge because it's not
1: personal. No, but good for ordinate. for redemption, I good guess.
0: Ordinate. And and I well, you like, want to
1: you want to do better. I mean, you want to shoot. So, dude, I got to tell your you, man. Potential.
0: Like one of my favorite people in this sport so far that I've I, I just started like kind of talking to a little bit was for Chris Dilly, dude, yeah, dude. That guy's awesome. Like his his whole crew, Aaron Edens. All those dudes yeah, yeah. that I, I, that we got to Super meet at man, this match yeah, and actually hang out with yeah. and not just a, Hey, what's up, bro. And you know, good luck. And like to sit down and talk to those guys afterwards. Those and dudes. it was so much fun. And to realize that they're just regular guys. Yeah, You yeah, know, yeah. like there's just, they're just regular dudes, man. And you, we sat there and shot the shit for a couple hours after the match and we just laughed and joked. And, you know, I was breaking Tilly's chops and shit for some of the I stuff that I feel bad for him, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're not going to talk about it. Uh, yeah. you know, we'll just keep that, keep that quiet. I don't know if he wants that out there, but okay. you know, he had some stuff happen at the match that just didn't, that kind of screwed him up. And it's funny because I don't know how many other people do this, but I went up to him I was like, dude, I didn't want to win like this. I said, I'm pissed. Like, this sucks. This is horseshit. And he was just like, it's all good, man. It's part of the game. And I was like, Yeah, I don't care. I was like, I don't care about that. I want to compete against you. You're one of the best shooters, right? Like, you're the best shoot, you're one of the best shooters in the world, man. You're top 10 every year. You're you're the guy I have to start beating, Mm -hmm. or at least competing against. Not even just beating, just just being there with, right? Like, just the fact that I want to stay at that top level or get to that top level. So I compare myself to those guys after these matches. Whether you win or lose, you can learn from from what they did points wise, you know, how was his hits? How was this? How was that? There's a lot of different things, the time. So it's, it was, it was really awesome because there was some back and forth there on our stages, but it was cool to kind of sit down and talk to him and kind of have some conversations with those guys. Aaron needs dude. Aaron's awesome. Love that guy. Um, I really like him. He, you know, this is the first time I actually sat down and talked to him, and uh, dude, we were talking about his scope with the,
1: you know, <laughs> with his his Phillips scope drivers. His Phillips, no, man, your red dots loose, man. Dot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was, I mean, dude, I, you know, breaking his chops for you know the entire match because he used Phillips and screws
1: on his uh, sights. Chris, and Chris I, told you, he's one of the nicest guys I met. Yeah. I was saying I met the, my first shot match I ever shot, 2019, was the Miami Open. And Chris Tilly was there, and I was just, I was a nobody. I was a B class PCG, and he was just yeah. super nice, man. This is super nice. And yeah. uh, I, I was like, man, this guy's such a nice dude. I'm a nobody. I think, there's, I think
0: there's a lot more of those guys in this sport that oh, don't. Sure. Um, yeah.
1: yeah. I, I just Max think Michelle there's a lot was there more. Too, of those and guys. Max Michel was really awesome. I asked him, hey, how do I shoot this? And he goes, oh, come here. Hey, do this, do that, do that. Look at that nail right there. Stop right there. And I was like, oh. So, I mean, there, there's a lot of good. You know, so know I'm,
0: I'm Dude, I got to tell you, I'm glad you brought him up. Uh And I'll bring up JJ too. What the hell? Like, what the hell? Know, dude, Those guys about, are amazing. Like, yeah. they shot carry optics.
1: And they don't miss. And, and just damn near cream. won
0: the match. Dude, they are amazing. Amazing. Like, it's, you know what, dude? There's just
1: different levels of shooting. Yeah, dude. Right? I
0: mean, so, I, I, I'm... It, I can't it's hard to understand that when until you
1: shoot the whole thing right. and you look at like i'm shooting the damn pcc and these guys are shooting carry optics and they're just whipping my ass and they're i mean they're awesome it's like dude they don't miss They're look at their hits their yeah. speed and you know i think i think the 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 thing is though is and jj
0: said this before in one of his podcasts uh one of his live videos or whatever is his the, the amount of experience that they have there there's not there's not a match that someone can put up that those guys are like this is hard they it there isn't right there isn't it's it's they just haven't. they've seen so much right yeah. and th- the thing about those two guys especially is the consistency that they shoot like seriously like Max shot probably the worst nationals I've seen him shoot like score wise right he was still top five. Like, and, and I mean, I mean, it's like, geez, man, you. It you, doesn't you, matter.
1: I mean, Tim, I'm sure it doesn't matter. He wants to win.
0: Oh, no. We it, all do. It, and it never is going to matter. Like, yeah. you know, I shot, like, you told me, like, man, you shot that match really good at Florida State. And I was like, no, I lost. <laughs> and then yeah. it was like, you like, you come up to me and you go, bro, you shot this match amazing. You shot Florida State. I was like, Bride, two mics. <laughs> I just, I it's just that mindset. I don't think if you're a true competitor, that you're ever going to sit back and, and really kind of enjoy... You enjoy it. You I, need I, to. Tell you. I was
1: going to tell you, you need to enjoy the wins.
0: I, yeah, I got to tell you, this time, this match... What you can fix. Yeah, you know? this match, I enjoyed the win. Uh, I just... I enjoyed this win a little bit. I gave myself a little bit of time to go. You did it, dude. Like you you shot well this time. You shot. You did really well. There were some yeah. mistakes here and there. But I shot a pretty Everybody. good. I, yeah. I will tell you, I think the proudest thing about me, the thing I'm proudest of at this match was that I, I didn't have any bombs. I didn't have any stages no. that I blew it. I didn't have any stages where I lost that step. I stayed aggressive the whole time. I shot like myself. I remembered the fundamentals the entire time I had a little, I mean, I had some things that I, I definitely will. oh will remember like yeah. some footwork stuff where I didn't enter with the right foot. I just, I kind of didn't enter the way I wanted to, but again, that cost me time, but I won the stage. So there it's like, Dude, you won the stage. Like, yeah. shut up, right? Like, yeah. you did good, you dumbass. And it's it's yeah. just hard, man, because you're always looking for those micro, especially at my <laughs> yeah. level. I'm yeah. looking for those micro things, not, you mean, I'm not you mean, looking for our, our,
1: our level, right? Our level. Yeah, your, your level. Yes. That's why,
0: <laughs> that's why we just had a 20 minute conversation wasted on how long yeah. it took you to shoot three ports, man. Mm-hmm. Jesus. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> no, I mean, seriously, man, it's just, there's no, always something to get better at in this sport. Yeah. Uh, you know, I brought that up in my lesson yesterday. He, you know, the, the guy, Nick looks at me and he's like, damn, dude, I go, that's why I like this sport, bro. You're never good, right? You can always get better because he did really well. And then he came back and we tweaked something. And he was like, dude, that's a second faster. And I go, I know. And you thought you did good, right? Like, it's just, it's, yeah, it's you, just, uh, there's you know always what would be
1: cool? What would be cool is if you can go back a week later, fix the right. stuff and try to shoot right. everything again, right. you know? Yeah.
0: You know. But I mean, that's the thing. It's funny because there's, you know, like you said, like, what would I change? It's not much like, I, w- cause here's the problem. If I was to go back and I was to fix those little things, would I still shoot? Well, I'd be thinking about those things instead of just shooting. Right. There's, it gets yeah. to a point where you have to not think right. And you got to just go out and execute. And stop thinking now that the time to think about it is after the match, right? Like breaking those videos down, breaking that footwork down, checking out those hits, looking at that time. Those are things after, but you're, it's very difficult to do that during the match. So I didn't even know I made some of those footwork mistakes. Let me rephrase that. I 100% knew I did that (laughs) during the run. Like I'm so laser focused on that. I was like, damn it. You know, like, damn it. I, that just cost me time. But if I let that affect me during the match or stage, it's over. I've already lost.
1: I've like already this sport is such a, uh, it's such a, and it, it's a stacking of minutiae on top of minutia on top of minutiae yeah. to produce an entire stage yeah. and an entire match. And we want it to be perfect. And it's just not, but you're like, we're looking at stages. Like, I think it was, I think, the not the car stage was that stage, wh- which one was the stage after that? Stage 10. Stage 10. Right? So, yeah. a good example is the last array that you have the port on the left. Yeah. And then we're like, hey, shoot the second to the shoot the third target over and then start walking over this way and right. open up. I mean, little stupid little minutiae, but if you go straight in, it doesn't open up. So, it's yeah, <laughs> all those are tenths, tenth, 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 tenth. Yeah. You know, those things well, add up, man.
0: So I'm, I'm glad you said that because they're not just tense and I'm going to tell you why. And this is a, we'll go back to that stage real quick. And I, this is what I was getting at earlier. And I don't know if I actually got my whole point out stage number two, the one with the shoot house. Okay. When you missed that mic, you went backwards and then had to come forward. Let's just say you don't make up that mic. Well, now the next position is going to be
1: faster, but I can address it quicker.
0: Yeah. But you wouldn't get that. In your time, you wouldn't be able to see that. Does that yeah. make sense? Like you're not going to yeah, be able yeah. to go in there and go, okay, I would have been, um, yeah. half a second faster here. If I wouldn't have stopped you, those are things that you, you really don't know. You're just
1: dressing and then I was out of position, right? But you're guessing,
0: thing. but you're guessing at those things. So now yeah. if you have to stop and start again, even though it said two seconds on it, it's probably more like two and a half because it affected the next position the next part of the flow of that stage and it's, it's it's it was interesting to go back and kind of change that those scores and I think yeah. you changed it to you changed it to where if you leave the mic and you keep just those two seconds we're not even talking about the left position but if you change those change that to a mic and you lose by six and then if you if you uh, go back and get the mic and you you take away the two seconds you only win you still lose by two what the hell's the difference? There's not there's nothing. I think it was 4 points, bro. I'm telling you. It I was 4 yeah, maybe, points. Maybe. Yeah, it was 4 points maybe. that you would have lost by and yeah. then it was 6 points uh that cuz you lost technically by 11. It was 6 points if you would have skipped the mic and then 4 points if you wouldn't have missed the mic if you wouldn't have missed the damn thing in the first yeah. place with the 2 seconds, right? And, I was just right. like, talk- oh, we're talking shit. about
1: we're talking about winning First place master, you know, guys right. are like, "Oh my god, I would yeah. love that." You know, listen, yeah, when, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not. <laughs> yeah, you know,
0: now that I would have mind. been high overall, though, right? No. Oh, that would have been just master.
1: Just master. Okay, yeah. so how much try. time?
0: How much time were you behind the guy who won the match?
1: I don't remember, but I tell you, um, he shot really well. And there were some stages I'm like, "Man, where did he get those seconds from?" It must have been a different stage plan. I don't know what, but damn, he shot. He shot good. You know, I I don't know. Uh, I I have to look at and see where how far away him for, was from him, right? You know, and I can add, you can add, you know, I can look at those seconds, those seconds, and then one stage this and that, and I'm sure everybody else can do the same thing. But you got to see where you're losing time. Yeah. You know, so well, I mean, I can see it in your videos,
0: dude. Like, it's not hard to find it, it's just no, you know, no, no, no. no you can find it in the videos, but you have to know what to look for, yeah, yeah that's, no, that's no, really no. important,
1: dude. You got to no, find and You were huge, you were huge help, uh, uh, going, No, I'm mean, like, again, I keep coming back to stage nine. You're like the car stage, and right when you shoot that array, you're like, Dude, you gotta push hard, push hard. I'm like, Okay, okay, you yeah, because there was a th- that specific stage, there was a port in the
0: front. But we started on the we started kind of in the middle of the stage, shot some stuff to the left, and then you had to run front uh, uh, forward to a port. And that port had a target you could see all the way from the back of the stage. But that was it. Everything else was tucked to the left or to the right that you couldn't see it. So Craig originally walked the stage and turned and shot from the original first position and shot it with an extra five to seven yards away, farther away. So that means he would have just slowly creeped into that port on the,
1: on the move, but not on the the run.
0: Right. Not on the run, but on the move, right. Just creeping forward. Like he's clearing a building. Right. And then he would have shot the rest of the stuff. So I told him, I said, no, like during the watch, no, look at how you just shot that. He goes, what do you mean? I'm shooting that target. I go, yeah. From seven yards farther than you need to be. And he goes, Oh, shit, you're right. I would have just literally walked there.
1: Yeah, And I said, yeah, all run all
0: the way there. Get about two steps away or three steps away. Start to Break set down. your, like, roll in and then pop up. And then as soon as you get to that port, you should be ready, be aiming at the next target. You shouldn't even see that other target anymore. You're aiming at the inside target that you need to get to. And he crushed it and he crushed it. And then the other thing that he did on that stage that really made a huge difference, which I keep yelling at you about is he ran like he hauled ass out of that position as hard as he could to the next position. What I see a lot of, and I've talked about this before the effort, man, guys don't people, girls, boys, everybody, they don't put the effort into the non shooting things. They only think about shooting fast and the shooting fast comes from movement
1: Period and efficiency. If you if you throw off shooting fast, if you just move, if you work on movement, everything, man, that, the shooting is going to be fast. So my yeah. my lesson
0: yesterday, I always do this drill, especially with first time lessons. Got guys I meet, I do a full day class. At the end, I always do this drill. It's called the first step, and that drill is all about shooting and moving. And I teach people how to shoot and move, not just yeah. not the just shoot, but but the mm-hmm. timing of shooting and moving, and how to be able yeah. to do that without ever thinking about it again. Now, obviously you suck really bad when you first do it. It's part of it. That's that's kind yeah. of the whole point. It just shows you how, you you know, you really suck at shooting and moving. It teaches you the techniques and things that you have to do. I teach you how to get your gun to sit completely flat, not moving, and when to pull the trigger. It teaches you visual patience. There's a lot of things in that drill that I, that I, I really love. But the biggest thing, okay, the biggest thing about that drill is I have, I don't know how many times I've done this, dude, no matter how good I've got, If I stand there, it's five pieces of steel at 10 yards. If I stand there. And you said
1: that's where it doesn't fall. You just shoot
0: it. It's where I just shoot it. If I stand and shoot four pieces of steel, then run five yards to the right or left, whatever your hand you are, and then shoot the last piece of steel, okay, get a time. Then I walk. I don't run. I legitimately walk like regular normal steps, And I shoot all five pieces of steel on the move walking, I'm two seconds faster. Always two seconds faster. If I actually do a semi jog, like a semi, like that medium pace, I'm three seconds faster. If I actually haul ass like I can, I'm almost four seconds faster than if I stood and shot all five pieces of steel. But here is the key I moved five yards. I gained five yards. What is the most important target on the stage? The last one. If I'm standing and shooting, I'm not gaining distance to my last target. Five.
1: There's a a lot of that. There's a lot of people like we, you know, there's a lot of people we heard, you know, like, oh, I'm going to stand right here and shoot these targets. I'm like, man, you haven't moved anywhere, you know? (laughs) You know what happened this
0: weekend that I actually, I'm really, I'm proud of myself because I didn't do it. But I had a couple of guys that I shot, we, a couple of people we shot with on, uh, on the stages, mm-hmm. and I saw them running a really shitty stage plan. And then I go, hey, man, when are you up? And they're like, oh, I'm next. I'm like, okay, cool. Good luck, bro. Go get it. <laughs> I wouldn't yeah, say a word I no, up, dude, because I didn't want to mess them up,
1: yeah, yeah. dude.
0: And, and I shouldn't say a shitty stage plan. That, that's not the right, that's not the right wording, but an inefficient plan because their stage plan worked. They, they were able to execute the stage plan, but I saw, you know, I saw a couple of seconds that could be saved no matter what level they were. And it wasn't even my stage plan. Like I could add change. some a few things that they did in their own stage, plan, no. yeah, but
1: know, it wasn't right.
0: worth it because they were up so soon. So I was like, man, I'm not going to mess that guy up. I'm not going to mess that girl up. I didn't want to do it. It's just, it, it's uh, even though I could help, I don't want to mess them up. Cause at the end of the day, some people can't change their stage plans quickly. Right and actually one of them one of them was you I I you you had the same stage, stage plan six. but I saw that you weren't like kind of pushing right like on that stage on day one and I was like I can't say shit because I'm gonna f- mess him up I'm gonna mess yeah. him up because he's he's focused and on what other, he's you, doing no
1: the other one was uh was stage six where you took the one target into the port yes and uh, that's
0: right you were the first shooter on that stage I couldn't tell yeah. you.
1: And I, yeah, like, yeah, I didn't no, want to tell you. I
0: forgot game. about that stage because I did. I came to you at the end and I said, hey, did you see what I changed? You go, yeah, you dick. And I was like, bro, you were the first shooter. I mean, it didn't you, cost. You, you, even me, yeah. you even told me, you even told me, you said I wouldn't have listened anyway. <laughs> <No>.
1: <laughs> I had I it locked in, it. No, it would have would screwed not. me up. Yeah. So yeah.
0: yeah it, and that's, it was, Sometimes it was a minimal,
1: it. It, 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 it would probably a quarter of a second, but yeah, you know, I don't know
0: if it, I don't know if it was, um. I don't know if it was that much, dude. I, I really don't. I don't even know if it was a time difference really. I, don't know. I, I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't know if it was that much of a time difference, but what it did for me is it made me stop. I didn't move and shoot on something. I didn't have to move and shoot on. Yeah. Right. So like, so the, tar- the targets on that specific stage were a little bit farther back. They were probably closer to 18 to 20 yards, but they didn't look like it, but they were. And mm. where I stopped, I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to stop a little bit sooner. By taking this target to my left as I enter, which I passed anyway, and the gun was pointed that way, um, I was able to stop a little bit sooner and put myself in that position. So it worked out good. I ended up, uh, man, I think Tilly beat me on that stage. That was the one stage I wanted to win. Dude, he, I was, I was kind of mad by that
1: one. <laughs> both of you guys, you and Tilly, it's like, man, I've seen these numbers being put up. My God
0: bless so, Okay, so I'll tell you something that I learned from Tilly um, at the Florida State match. And I never told him this, you know, I, I, I mean, we're not friends or anything. I just know him for acquaintances. So, I mean, he's definitely a guy I think I would, I would hang out with, but I I talked to him. I talked, I watched him at the Florida state match and I remember listening to him shoot and I started comparing scores at the end of that match. And I was like, you know what? The difference is with him that I wasn't doing was he always keeps the pace. I don't think there is a slow Chris Tilly, right? And I found out that that's the key to uh, especially open. You would be better off dropping a few points here and there. Obviously you don't want to, but by, but be fast. If you don't be fast, if you're not staying fast, you're, you're done. You're not going to win that division. It's it's Uh, hard to, because then
1: you, you outran. And I'm sure you and Chris both outran some Deltas and mics and stuff, but when you say that to someone, they're just going to think, I'm going to haul ass and I'm going to outrun, you know.
0: <laughs> I mean, there's different be levels, accurate. dude. I mean, yeah, listen, a lot of this stuff that I say is different. There's different levels to it. Yeah. Uh, oh, you know what, man? I'm, I'm really glad you said that. I know you probably got to get off here soon, but I, I got to bring this up because it was something that uh, a, a couple of the, the the GMs, we were sitting there talking and shooting the shit, walking stages, and, and he, he, he looks at me and he goes, uh, so, man, when you coach people, do you – like have different levels of coaching would you recommend your stage plan to everyone i said yes and he goes really i go why not why can't someone do what i do it's just not going to be as fast it's still more efficient it's still the most efficient plan in my eyes you're just not going to do it fast right you're not going to be as fast as me but it's still the most efficient plan that I can find because it's constant flowing movement. Even if you don't move at my speed, the problem is, and this is what I see a lot. And I I don't know what other coaches do, but I know how I coach. If you shoot like a C-class shooter, if someone teaches you to shoot like a C-class shooter, you will always be a C-class shooter. Always. The only way to shoot like a GM Or to be a GM is to shoot like one. You have to eventually get to a point where it doesn't matter what your classification is. You're going to go with the best stage plan. You're going to go with the best hits. You're going to do everything you can to be a better shooter. I mean, if I would have. Even
1: shooting on the move. Like you can shoot on the move. Someone that's a D class maybe can't, but they can run the same plan and not move and then work on movement, you know, at another point. You know, if I, if I would have taken advice
0: from some of these people, I would have never made it to here. I would have never been a GM. Yeah, I've had people tell me constantly, "Dude, you got to slow down." I- I'll never forget. I, I remember uh, uh, one of the guys that ran that match came to me one day and goes, "You're gonna get some hits today. You're gonna slow down and get hits." I go, "I'm not gonna slow down, but I'll get some hits. Like I'll get my hits." Like I-, I-, I, it w- it drove. It was almost like I'm gonna show you, <laughs> you know? No, know. And I hear it all the time. And I, I mean. We shot with a, a guy named Jeff this weekend, and he's great. I like him a lot. Really Super great nice guy. guy. Uh, nice. I talked to him at the end of the match, man, and, and I kind of gave some unsolicited advice. And I, I don't usually do that, but if I really like you, and I see that there's a lot of potential there, I'll, I'll try to. I'll give some advice sometimes. And I was really simple, dude. It was the simplest advice you could ever give move. somebody. No, move quicker. Not even, not even. I looked at him, and I said, "You've got to shoot faster." And he just looked at me like, yeah. And I was like, no, seriously, like you are waiting for the gun to be perfect. And there's, you can't like, you just can't you, if you're shooting a red dot, you've got to learn that as soon as red hits the a it's pull trigger, right? You can't look at it and wait for it to settle, to be perfect. Now, if it's a no shoot, totally different scenario, right? But 32 rounds of 32 rounds of stage of open paper, and you're going pop, pop, pop 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 you're gonna limit yourself you're you're shooting like your classification right man listen i can usually hear your classification (laughs) (laughs) right i can hear your classification Uh, sometimes not always obviously but you can hear people's classification i can hear that the gun never stops right i can hear that pop Pop compared to pop, 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 pop. You know what yeah, I'm saying? It's, it's, and then you have
1: that. And then you have Max This is in another level. remember we, we used to, we could tell like, Oh, he's shooting on the next bay. <laughs> yeah. So sometimes, man, you can't even tell that he even shot two.
0: <laughs> Right. He's, like, because he's bump firing the hell. I mean, listen, that's a skill. I dude. I, 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 a I'm not a big fan of he's that. I've fast. tried it. I've been able to do it here and there, but uh, you know, that's I don't know a what he's
1: doing, but he's, he's awesome.
0: Well, it's a skill <laughs> set, bro. And, and listen, he puts in the work, man. If anybody thinks that guy is sitting on his ass and not practicing, no, he's awesome. You know, maybe before nationals, maybe maybe he sits around all day and just does nothing until it's time for nationals. I doubt it. I mean, that guy's he's good. They're all good. Max Michelle's good. These guys are amazing. And and you know, you're trying to shoot against professional shooters. That's hard. It's hard. There it was Very a lot hard. of guys that
1: shot this match, man. I mean, they were good. A lot of good people have shot. I didn't um, even know that. Honestly. I, I don't look.
0: And- I don't look. Oh, I guess I'll say that real quick. I almost switched to carry optics for this match. Uh,
1: How about you never would have shot this match if I wouldn't have called you and said, Hey, you need to shoot this match. (laughs) Maybe
0: I will never, I'm going to deny, deny, deny. (laughs) No. So you know what? I actually commented about that in my last post about the match. It was, um, (laughs) I needed this match, dude. I needed this match because I really lost. I don't want to say I lost motivation, but I wasn't super excited about getting back in training and, going to matches because by now I've already shot, you know, two, two big matches, you know, normally the end of the year, everything was crammed together. So it was just exhausting to travel as much as I was doing. And it was like, all right, man, like I need a break. And then I took that break for the first time ever. And I was just like, do I want to go train? Like, that's a it's lot of work. To to go, you know, it's like, I got to go out to the range and set all this shit up and go practice. And uh, I'll tell you, man, I'm, I am super fired up now after this match. Like, I'm ready to get my ass back on the range and train hard and really work and put in the work and as many rounds as I can afford to put down range. Uh, and the other thing is, is, man, the, the best decision I made, obviously it worked out, the best decision I made was to not jump off of that open gun, stay on it, put the commitment time in it. Don't definitely, go back to what you're used wrong, to man. and enjoy and, and really shoot the gun, man. I mean, I'm, I'm listening. I like it. I'm shooting a Franken gun. I know it's not the best gun. I know there's other guns out there that have better recoil control or better this or better that, but I'm working it. I'm doing the best I can, bro. You know, like yeah, 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 I'm yeah. doing the best I can with it. And that's it. And I, I, I I'm trying not to shoot open, like an open shooter i'm trying to shoot it like a carry optic shooter i'm going i'm hunting a's i'm charging for those a zones uh but fast you know i'm trying to shoot it exactly the same but just and, and i'm telling you man, man it's you it's gotten better bro I, I mean i'm getting a lot more comfortable with it so i'm excited man I, i'm glad i didn't quit i'm glad i or i i shouldn't say i was going to quit because i wasn't but i started you're, you're I, glad
1: I, I, I talked you into coming to the Florida yeah, open. yeah
0: well i mean dude listen it, it's not just that it's the fact that i decided that <laughs> i I truly committed to open this year until it's carry optics nationals, right? I'm a hundred, 100% committed to open this year until the gun breaks. When the gun breaks carry optics is it, you know, and that's it. I'm not, I'm not, yeah. I don't have the money to go buy another gun. Um, I'm just not going to, I'm not I, like, I, people are like, man, you need to buy this and you need to buy that. I'm like, bro, I, I have a kid who's 14 years old. Is getting ready to go and be, get a car. I'm going to be buying a car soon and yeah. I'm not buying a gun that costs as much as a car (laughs) like i I just it's it's not even a financial it's not even a financial thing it's an intelligence thing for me i don't have the money to do that and get the car (laughs) you know it's like i'm not wasting i want the gun of course i would love a nice shiny new uh, one that's designed and built for me but i'm like i i can't afford it when it comes to that right it's it's not It's not gonna happen, bro. I'm not. I'm not gonna put that money into that when I have, you know, kids that I that I could. I'm gonna be. I got three of them, so I'll eventually have three cars coming down the line. Now, so it's just it's one of those things, man. Like I'm open for sponsorship, (laughs) (laughs) you know. Uh, But who doesn't say that? You know what I mean? Who doesn't say that at this point? It's hilarious. But man, I'm telling you, I'm enjoying the open division. Uh, I, I I was super excited that a lot of the bigger names shot that match because I haven't shot against anybody. You know, I I mean, I shot carry optics, but the last two or three nationals, man, I've just sucked. I I mean, 24th, 23rd. I just, I'm not happy with those finishes. So it's something that this year I've nationals was a big breakthrough for me, bro. I mean, it really was. I learned a lot. I've changed a lot of my mindset, how I shoot, um, I'm giving myself a little bit more time than I than I used to when it comes to shooting. Man. I'm no longer in a rush to just
1: rip two. You know, this was just a fun that, and it was fun to shoot at Universal again. I like I like that place. You know, yeah i uh, I hope he um, I hope, I hope, hope he stays there, with man.
0: this match. I hope this match. I, I I I hope he has a little bit different style next year. I'm good with the sure, open targets. Was, this was, yeah, yeah, it is. I'm it good with good. anything. I'm good with anything. Good but change, again, man. I just. I hope that it doesn't become an ipsic match and it stays a USPSA match. It was, it's, no, it's always think. been a great no. match to me yeah. So keep the ipsic targets. I don't care about that. That doesn't bother me. I mean, if that no, tradition is whatever, I, I'm good with it, but just, mm-hmm. just don't give me I uh, I don't want an ipsic style match. You'll probably, I probably won't go back if it's an ipsic style match. It's not my thing. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it is, but it, I'd rather just shoot a nationals and do it instead of, you know, IPSC matches. <laughs> yeah, so, all right, brother, you got anything? Tell everybody. Tell everybody, you got anything going on? Oh wait, where's your next match? Area six. Man, you're you only going to area six? Hmm. It'd be nice if somebody would invite That's you everybody. to all these other matches. You bastard. Yeah, I can't make every one you of them. Suck, man. I, you I, need uh, to be a you b- bum like me, bro, and don't you just quit your job like I do. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you need a sugar mama
1: or sugar daddy, whatever you are into. I don't know. I think New Mexico's <laughs> going to be September. I'm looking looking like I'm going to that with Da Vinci, yeah. and then. uh Nationals, yeah i'm going to whatever's in the summer you know there's maybe some level twos like the dock welt or uh, you know any yeah. other level two stuff that's going to happen around the state yeah but, you
0: know. I've, I've got alabama i have area six south carolina sectional mississippi classic i, yeah, I feel yeah. like i'm i feel like i'm missing something else in there uh area four nationals carry optics nationals uh PC, i'm um, sorry i didn't mean to say that that's a dirty word uh, uh open nationals that's the plan so
1: on, i think um i would like to shoot the atomic blast in tennessee but i don't know if that's going to happen i so. will i will probably only shoot that match if there's a
0: gap between all these other matches some of these matches oh and I'm shooting the Texas State Open. I forgot about that. I'm putting a class on for that one, and then shooting the Sunday with my class. So we'll, you know, walking stages together and all that. When is but, that? Um, that that is in uh, the very end of April. I knew you were going to ask oh. me when I didn't have it on here. So it's in so April. Nope, just kidding. Totally wrong. It's going to be in. It's after area six. It's the well, So it's the April 21st through the 23rd. So I'm coming in on Thursday. We're practicing um, the 22nd or yeah, we're practicing the 22nd and then the 23rd, which is a Saturday is when the match is then the very next weekend in April or May is the South Carolina sectional. The cl- then the set May seventh and eighth is the South Carolina prac uh, class that I have. Jeez. Then the May four- 13th and or fourteenth and fifteenth, I have the Mississippi Classic. <laughs> uh, all that month. Then in June, are you I driving the have- Mississippi Classic? Are you driving to that? Bro, if these assholes will let me not have a mask on in an airplane, I'd fly to this. But if they don't, they do. I'm driving, man. I'm not wearing a damn mask. I just—it's not happening. I I mean, I know everybody looks at me like I'm crazy, but maybe I
1: have to look and see about Mississippi in May. In May, well, I don't know. know. So yeah, so in March, uh, March the Alabama sectional
0: is my very first match. So that's on the 11th. uh, The 11th to 12th is when I'll be there, but I'm shooting on the 12th. I think it's a a Saturday match. But I'll be there Friday to walk stages, obviously, because I have a 9-hour, 10-hour drive to get there. Uh, Area 6 is April 9th and 10th, 9th, 10th, and 11th, travel-wise or whatever. Um, So I'll be there for that. Texas classes right after that, South Carolina, and then. We, I, the, and then we, do
1: we have a Do we have a room for Area Six set up yet? No, no, actually,
0: no. I, I I will yeah, talk no. to you about that tomorrow because I know you got to get off here soon. But uh, I I just got a message from a couple guys that we definitely would love to stay with, so we're gonna talk to them about getting a house. He just messaged me about an Area Six place, so we got to get on the Airbnb for sure. Uh, I have a class in Illinois in June. It's on the 11th and 12th. Super excited about that class because that'll be the first time I've ever been. Uh, I've actually trained that far north. So uh, or done classes. So that's pretty cool, man. I'm excited about that. And then somewhere in September, Area Four happens. And I think it's September 24th. I don't even I gotta look and see. I don't even remember what the nationals is for carry optics, but I'm definitely on I'm doing that match for sure. I have a little redemption on that match. I'd like to get a little payback for them. I uh man, honestly, I would trade it all to go to nationals. You know I would trade every one of those matches to go to Nationals. It's the most important match of the year for me. So, yeah. I just I want to focus uh, really heavily on that this year and and prepare for those style of a match. I, I really do. So that's the goal, man. At least I got I mean it sounds like it's uh it's going to be a great year. I'm excited. I am I'm, I'm slamming as much as as I can. I've been doing a ton of private lessons lately. Um ton of private lessons and that's been awesome because you know, those one-on-one classes, man, I could just I can pick it apart and really fix things. You know what I mean? Sometimes when you do big classes, you can fix
1: a lot of stuff. Of course you like, get one on one, you know. That
0: one-on-one, bro. And well, I mean, I guess the way I set up my class, I do a ton of one-on-one during my class because I break it in half. I do five yeah, you people, do. five
1: people. Like when Conrad, the RO was talking to me, I was like, dude, you put in, I told him, I like, go, Man, you put in a ton of effort, dude. <laughs> You put in a ton of friggin' effort into the class.
0: I would so say the worst out. part of the class is that I feel like I got hit by a truck when it's all over because there's, yeah. I, I usually put... Rear? They're usually 10 hour days, bro. And that's rough. Like as yeah. a coach, that's rough, but, but good for the student. And but that's shooting, the thing, man. I'm you know. like, I want you to get your money's worth, baby. Like I, I talk all the time during the class, but
1: we shoot. There's a ton of shooting yeah,
0: all the time. Like the only time I'm talking is when people are reloading or I have to stop and fix something. Right. Yeah. Other than that, we're shooting the entire class. Like I, I can't, I can't emphasize how important it is to go to, when you go to a class That you shoot a lot because when you have an instructor in front of you, that's when you need to be shooting, not talking, right? Shooting is what you're there for. It's just important, right? Now, there obviously is some things that you have to talk. You have to talk or you don't have the knowledge. But if you're not getting a lot of bullets down range or you're not having that gun in your hand, even if you're dry firing those drills, you got to put that time in, man, like that, that time in front of that instructor is really important because then that instructor can break you down, fix things, show you some things that you need to be worked on. Cause a lot, most people that come to classes, including me, when I went to classes, I've gone to a class, you got to go in there and think that you don't know it all, right? Like that was probably the best thing about the class that I had with JJ man is I went in there as a C class shooter on purpose. Like I, I didn't even go in as a GM. I, I was a GM obviously, but I went in there with just an open mind. I, I, I threw out everything I knew and pretended I didn't know anything. Right. And and I wanted all of his knowledge and all of the things that he has, 25 years of experience. <clears throat> That's what I was looking for. And I got a lot of it. It was awesome, man. It was a great class. So I, I highly recommend if you have the opportunity to, to check out his class, it's hard to get into some of those. Um, but you know, again, it's, I I think a lot like him. I think a lot of the top guys do. We have some differences in in how we shoot uh, and how how we think, but that's, that's kind of part of it, man. It's, you know, it's a way, not the way, (laughs) you know, but uh, all right, guys, I guess this is it. We're going to wrap it up. Craig's all set. I'm all set. If you haven't had a chance to check out the TCSA insider circle, Go ahead and do that. It's on tcsacoaching.com. Again, tcsacoaching.com. That is where I have a forum where I have tons and tons of information on how to become a better shooter. I go into so much more detail on some of the things that I talked about here. Not only that, but I give you two weeks free. That's how much I trust my program and how I know you'll get better as soon as you join that program. Within two weeks, you're going to learn something. I guarantee it. All right, guys. I'll see you on the range.